What's up, guys? You are listening to Thanks for the Invite podcast. We are back. This is Freddie Korea, and I have my co-host, Roberto Orozco. What's up, dog? What's up, brother? Where can people find you, brah? Uh, Twitter at Berto Laughs is my Twitter handle. You can handle me on Twitter there. Do you do uh, laughs like like comedy clubs, like L-A-F-F? No. <laughs> hey, come out and have I a laugh. Have a laugh. Yeah, I spell things right. <laughs> and then Instagram. Let's um, go bonkers. <laughs> wow. Berto bonkers. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, my Twitter is at Berto Laughs. Uh, website, OrozcoDesignStudio.com. Uh-huh. My last name, O-R-O-Z and Zebra, C as Cat. Oh, designstudio.com and Instagram at Orozco Design. So people want some graphic designs like yeah, for so keychains. Uh, John Gilligan got some uh, logos, logos for t-shirts. All I can't say it. Bottle openers. Fuck, I'm stupid. <laughs> bottle opener. I can't come up with bottle. But, but, but What's that uppers. thing that you open the bottle with? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're thinking you're going to be designing a, a logo for the podcast soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for thanks for the invite with our faces on it mm-hmm. and. I, we're going to come up with an idea to probably um, make shot glasses for the listeners. If you do a, a review, if you've done it in the past, I want to send you a yeah. shot glass with the logo for free or a bottle opener. A bottle opener. <laughs> Those things that the you thing use to open to, the bottles. The thing. The thing to open the thing. There you go. Cool, man. So they, cool, I like that. Yeah, that way when they're getting drunk, they can remember us. Yeah, and then they exactly. They forget us by getting drunk. Dude, I love to listen to podcasts when I'm drunk. So it's a good maybe time. that might be a, a nice little uh, uh, comp. I can't talk. I can't pro, talk today. We're pro-alcoholism, by the way. Yeah, exactly. We are. Um, all right. So you can find me. Go to freddykorea.com. Korea spelled C-O-R-R-E-A or follow me on social media. Well, you can find all my social media shit on there, but it's Fred Recker, F-R-E-D-R-E-K-E-R. All right, let's get this show on the road. You ready? C. C. You all, please take a look at the big screen. Michael Bisping's giving you the thumbs down and the bird. I love you, Mike. I love you, Mike. You say something like this for me. And now I say you, I love you. See you soon, boy. Michael Beast being, I love you. I love you, Michael. You do that to me. I love you. Go for Jesus. Not forget Jesus, people. No. He does talk Don't like that. Don't forget Jesus. <laughs> you are listening you to are the crazy, podcast. Dude. With Freddy Korea. That's some actual, that's old school. You got some Cubans right now crying like Mexicans crying to <laughs> oh, yeah. Vicente Fernandez. <laughs> Holding their rum up in the sky. Esa no, compadre. Esa no. Yo soy un hombre sincero. De donde crece la palma. Y antes de morir. 
morir yo quiero echar mis versos del alma y antes de morir yo quiero echar mis versos del alma. Soy bueno y como bueno moriré de cara al sol. Yo soy bueno y como bueno moriré de cara al sol. Juan Everybody, Guajira, Juan Tanamera. Oye, Juan Tanamera, Guajira, Juan Tanamera. When I was little, I thought it said Juan Tanamera. <laughs> you know what's funny about this song? Every time I hear it now, mm. it reminds me of that scene from White Chicks where they're pretending to be Cuban. Marlon Marlon Wayne. Wayne. Juan Tanamera. <laughs> like, uh, I love how bad it is. Yeah. But it's so bad, it's hilariously oh, good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. It's fucking great. What is it called? White Chicks? Yeah, White Chicks, the, the Cuban scene where they're like undercover. And they do the... <laughs> That's such a good scene because, like, it's so inaccurate in so many ways. But who cares? It's fucking funny. Oh, it's great. It's really funny. Oh, I found it. I yeah. found it. I, I found it, Bobby. I found it. Relax. He literally looks like that guy. He does look like he does look just like him. Actually, let's yeah. see. Yeah, it's the scene where he's. Uh, it's in the beginning, right? Yeah, it's like in the beginning of the movie. Let's see. <laughs> I've seen guys like that growing up. Tell him the ice cream man is here. I got, I got cousins and uncles like that, dude. Hey. Can we get down to business? <laughs> you got the money? He said that he's not gonna give you one rare cent until you tell him what flavor the ice cream is. Vanilla, that's what you ordered. <laughs> okay. 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 Yes, yes, yes. Sorry about the Benjamin, baby. <laughs> Brilliant star. Brilliant star. <laughs> this is hilarious, dude. <laughs> There's your ice cream. Momento, mono. Momento, mono. I see coming. I see coming. He said, "Gala, gala, 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 gala." El macho, papi. I tell him. I say, Jesus. 
Our candles and shit with Jesus on it. Don't let me die, my puppy! <laughs> Fuck it! <laughs> <laughs> he call me, and he say, he say, la 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 bomba, ese testico, tal poca de gracia. He say, FBI, you're under arrest. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> Dropped it on him. Damn, dude. That movie was fucking dope. Oh, man. That's a, that's a flashback, dude. Yeah, man. I got what? a missed call. Holy shit. I think Johnson might be here right now. She's kicking the door down. Yeah. Oh, no. That was funny, dude. Let me see. I'm going to tell her. She, okay, so Johnson's looking for the address, and every time she put my address, it would take her to Barcelona. <laughs> <laughs> hey tell her it's a it's a nice spot dude yeah i'm <laughs> put let me know did you get the ticket i sent you here <laughs> what ticket no i'm saying like to her oh <laughs> yeah the flight ticket <laughs> you, get, you got the flight ticket right yeah um fucking let's start off uh with something else as well um we're watching we're just watching videos <laughs> so the theme if you haven't noticed guys is cuban shit <laughs> and i don't mean shit in a bad way don't take it wrong my mi gente no es mierda no es mierda lo que estoy hablando um but yeah we started with some yoel romero mm-hmm. ufc fucking beast he's an animal that guy i can't wait to destroys michael bisping hopefully um but we have some news that just happened on black friday Good news, right? Yeah, it could be good news good for deals. a lot of people. Good deals. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's kind of bad news. Uh, the mom from the Brady Bunch died. Yeah, mm, that's not a good deal. You know what sucks? She was overshadowed by Fidel Castro's death. Oh, that's true. That's fucked up. That's maybe some cock blocking right there. Maybe he did that on purpose. <laughs> yeah, just to fuck America one more time. <laughs> Check out this uh, announcement that his brother made. If you don't speak Spanish, I'm sorry, guys. Uh, look it up on YouTube. There's some subtitles, but I'm going to play it anyway. Yeah, everybody, nobody on Facebook Live knows what the fuck we're talking about because they can't hear our headphones. I know, I know. We'll have to figure that out later on. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Querido pueblo de Cuba. This is Raul Castro. Con profundo dolor, comparezco para informar a nuestro pueblo, a los amigos de nuestra América y del mundo, que hoy... 25 de noviembre del 2016 a las 10 y 29 horas de la noche falleció el comandante en jefe de la revolución cubana Fidel Castro Ruz en cumplimiento de la voluntad expresa del compañero Fidel sus restos serán cremados En las primeras horas de mañana, sábado 26, la Comisión Organizadora de los Funerales brindará a nuestro pueblo una información detallada sobre la organización del homenaje póstumo que se le tributará al fundador de la Revolución Cubana. All the white people are like, okay, hasta so... La victoria. Castro's dead. <laughs> Do you know that happened? I mean, okay. Um, notice how at the end, at the end, he's like, watch this. Hasta la victoria, siempre. <laughs> like right at the end, that's like that's like Tupac at the end saying, West Coast, that's what he's fuck saying. bad boy. That's the Cuban communist West Coast right there. 
A vitória sempre. Always victory, guys, is what he's saying. So there's lots of talk talk about. Um, we're gonna have to make it a little mini version because we have Jocelyn coming in soon. And I wanna, we'll see if we separate this from the other episode. See mm -hmm. if we make two episodes out of it. Whatever works, man. Yeah, man. And, and this is in the news right now. It's fucking in the news. Fidel Castro died. Everybody has been waiting for this guy to die since I, as long as I could remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Since my whole Cubans, life. Cubans, dude, in Miami. I'll get closer. They, they would listen to this thing called Radio or Radio Mambi. I don't Mambi? know. Mambi? Yeah. Okay. All they fucking talked about is like the end of communism in Cuba, death to Castro. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> like they've been through some horrific stuff. Yeah. Really bad stuff. Yeah, yeah, they have. They, you know, you and me were talking on the phone yesterday mm -hmm. about those people that wear like a Che Guevara shirt. Yeah, <laughs> it's never a Cuban that knows. It's never. You're never gonna catch a Cuban wearing the one. That's like a Jew wearing a Hitler shirt. You know? <laughs> yeah. I'm so edgy. It's like it's not. I'm a fucking hipster. Yeah, it, yeah. it'd be the ultimate form of hipster, but because like people don't understand that. You know, Castro's death is more symbolic than anything. Mm -hmm. But the fact of what he and Che and, and uh, Raul his, and Raul, yeah, they all did was like oppress people like yeah. big time. And everyone's like, yeah, but you didn't have a choice. Like you have a choice. You can still not fucking murder people, put them in camps, murder gays. Mm -hmm. You cannot do that. That's not like a mandatory thing. Right. But right. when you, as soon as like you set up a socialist dictatorship, mm -hmm. you know, it turned it be basically that's communism. That's what they do to control and maintain power. Right. Is murder people and throw them in jail. Like, for for example, like, um, this is actually, like, true. Like, my real dad, he tried to, uh, he tried to leave Cuba, right? He tried, you know, banana boating it. And <laughs> it didn't quite work out. So, the second time he tried to do it, right, somebody snitched. And the thing about Cuba is, if you snitch to the government, they give you shit. They give you Who perks. Who was it that tried left? Leave? My dad, my real dad. Oh, he tried, he tried to, to He tried to go to Florida. What and year was this? Oh, man, this was like 60s. Like, oh, this was shit. after the revolution. Oh, yeah. so this is before 1980. Yeah, the, like my dad. Mayalitas. Like my dad, no, not the 60s, more like 70s okay. approaching 80s. Because my dad, um, mm -hmm. he was a doctor in Cuba, actually. Mm hmm. He graduated, became a doctor, and then the revolution started come, uh, came over, and he realized, you know, oh, let me, you know, kind of join this thing because that was the popular thing at that time in Cuba sure. was to throw over Batista. Right, because another dictator. Uh, he was a he dictator. He was fucking up his he people was, too. He was dictator light, like <laughs> vanilla, right? He's the vanilla of dictators because yeah. he was with America, right? Yeah, the mafia so, and shit. In a way, yeah, it's fucked up that he was in power, and yeah, Castro wanted to remove that, but history shows us it was worse. Right. And when my dad. Before he tried to leave, he actually joined um, the Cuban Air Force, which they had one back then. Mm -hmm. And it was Russians basically teaching him everything. And he had to learn Russian. He had to learn read Russian. He learned and spoke the language. So he was going to uh, be a pilot. And then he started seeing things that the government was doing. He was like, oh, okay, this isn't right. And then they were openly atheists. And at the time, you know, he's, he's, he believes in God. So he's like, I don't agree with that either. So he kind of, uh, you know, pulled out of the military and then he was doing his practice and stuff, but he tried to leave. First time didn't work out. They, they didn't plan it right. The second time somebody snitched. He, the first time it didn't work out, did he get caught or? No, this, this is where the second time he got caught. Oh, okay. And because he got caught, he got thrown into what's called like a sugarcane camp mm -hmm. where all you do is basically, it's like a slave camp. You cut sugarcane. 
because that was the main export from Cuba. He did that for two years. That's jail. why they say Asuka. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a burning thing when they say it. Yeah. So like for him, obviously he, he lived through some horrid shit and he told me how like even when he was in college in Cuba, like all you had was like one notebook, one pen. You had mm. to like have one pair of fucking shoes. Like they didn't have anything. Yeah. And it's not just because the gov- it was they were poor. It was because the fucking government, everything was set up to help the government. Right. Not Everything's- the people. Everything yeah. set up to what can you do for uh, everything your country. is set up to it funnels back to, to Castro yeah and back to his fucking douchey government so mm-hmm. I mean once he realized everything and he, and he got jailed after he got out he's like fuck this I'm going to Venezuela mm-hmm. <laughs> and he could do that legally because it's a Latin American country there wasn't the whole situation of an embargo and all that with America this is before Hugo Chavez Yes, before you know. Hugo Chavez. That's where he met my mom, mm-hmm. who was, uh, she was, uh, she's from Colombia, but she moved to Venezuela. And, mm-hmm. Col- and she told me that Venezuela at the time, when it was openly capitalist, it was booming. It was yeah. going to be one of the major metropolis, like Caracas, where I, where I was mm-hmm. born. It was going to be like the next big thing in Latin America. Yeah. Then came Chavez, then came all the communists and the open revolt. Because the, the thing is, in our countries, for whatever fucking reason, right? You give mm-hmm. them a little bit of money and then they turn corrupt. Yeah, and then they go to the complete opposite, which is communist, right? Mm-hmm. So they're either too capitalist or they're too communist, and then you never have like a working system. Mm. So unfortunately, there was corruption at the time. But my mom basically said, "It what fucking country isn't corrupt?" Yeah, I mean, let's look in a mirror first, right? For sure. At least there were jobs. At least oil companies, because Venezuela has oil up the ass, mm-hmm. and oil companies were fucking opening shop left and right there were that gasoline exactly every time i can i'm gonna do a reference to uh reggaeton <laughs> to, or salsa to, uh, what's uh, pitbull <laughs> <laughs> anything latino i can <laughs> gasolina exactly that's dalega, what... dalega. <laughs> so my dad le dio gasolina to my mom <laughs> and that's how i was made and then you were born i was born in caracas but by that time i was born in 89 this is when like so your dad when he wanted to escape his mentality wasn't to come to america in the 70s or 60s he he realized he couldn't like he just straight the, up the only way to get to america illegally is if you are a spy oh. for the government and because that's this thing. is before the whole uh if you touch american soil you become a citizen that came in the 80s that came in the 80s yeah so uh, he, he, before that you would have been like a mexican and if they send you back you're gonna you're, die you're done yeah yeah so he realized the only way to America is if I go back into the government and be a spy. I'm not right. going to fucking do that. Or get on a rickety boat and risk 90 miles of shark-infested water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, no. So, him being an intellectual, he's got two PhDs and shit. He's like, fuck it. I'm going to Venezuela. Open yeah. up my own practice. And he went and did his thing. She got up. He, met, he meets my mom and everything. And then Chavez starts popping up communist, you know, Things are like there's these cues. Socialist. Yeah, they're like really, you know, pushing la gente necesita una revolución. The people need a revolution. It's mm-hmm. like he's like I've he seen. He was a fanboy of Castro. <laughs> yeah, he's like I've seen this shit before. Yeah. So six months after being born, that's fucked up. He goes from one place. It's like it's following us, man. Salí de Guatemala para entrar a Latinos like ah. Again, the white girl's like I don't. What's peor? I don't. What's happening? But yeah, we, we, we met, what happened was at that time we legally immigrated to Miami. Mm-hmm. So we did, we got our visas, we did all that shit. You did a visa? Yeah. So okay. I was just, I didn't, I didn't know, I was six months, you know, I was just a fucking baby. Yeah. And uh, 
that's where I was raised was Miami, but I have like I'm not even a citizen yet. That's how like not <laughs> yeah. I'm still immigrant as fuck, but I didn't know you were an immigrant. Yeah, I wasn't born in America. This man. podcast probably would have not happened. I thought you were a citizen. <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn, not my country. Yeah. You got to be a citizen to get on this you podcast. Six months, when you came over here, you could have made a decision. You could have said, hey, <laughs> I need to be American. <laughs> you go uh, back and fix your country. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, right? It's easy. Go back to your country. Man. We don't want your goddamn problems. Yeah. So luckily, but they came when, when they were babies. It don't matter. It don't matter. When I was a baby, I said, fuck, give me some bourbon. Let's do this. My ancestors, they came here legally. <laughs> yeah, they had a few problems with some natives, but I mean, that's the past. <laughs> we yeah. stole that land fair and square. That's right. We said, you know what? Fuck you. We took that shit. Why do we have to assume their country is fucking? They were British when oh, they yeah. came here. <laughs> they didn't talk like that. Yeah, that's true. They were. They didn't come to America. They actually. There weren't no rednecks from Britain coming over. <laughs> My family came here. That's right, Fair you stupid peasantry. <laughs> we stole this country. Oh man, there's a lot about that that history that's like gray. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It wasn't so. I mean, yeah, we fucked them over, but it wasn't so clear cut. Right. Yeah. Now, to, to kind of to give an idea to the listeners, we're already like 20 minutes deep, but mm-hmm. we're talking about this because obviously Fidel Castro died, but I wasn't really planning to even talk about it, you know, as far as maybe making jokes. We've done jokes on Facebook and memes like up the ass, but there was something that caught my eye when I was scrolling through my timeline, I believe two days ago, or was it yesterday, I think? Uh, yesterday, yesterday, the 29th. Oh, no, it wasn't 29. Today's the 1st of December. Two days ago. Yeah, so you wrote on uh, this comedian, Dave Smith, Dave Smith yeah. who has a, a podcast called Part of the Problem. Yep. I know Dave Smith from uh, Legion of Skanks. Legion of Skanks, yeah. He's been on Joe Rogan's podcast. Mm-hmm. And um, shit, I'm actually wearing a Legion of Skanks. <laughs> wearing my Legion of We're Skanks rapping. hat We're right rapping, now. Yeah. Um, but um, <clears throat> he has his own podcast, and he's very political. He talks about, like politics and things going on mm. in the nation. He has a, his point of view is strictly from the libertarian. Point exactly. Exactly. And I kind of lean to that side because growing up, it was a very like, you know, left household in a way. Mm. We didn't really have politics because most immigrants aren't really involved right. in American politics. But the older I got, I was very liberal, right? I was to yeah. the left. And then I started seeing things that, you know, like if you brought up real issues, somehow it became racist or if you, right. or you didn't have empathy, if you didn't, you know, it's like, yeah, but we have to face real facts. Uh-huh. So then I started reading on my own and I kind of found uh, Ron Paul when he was running for president. Libertarian as well. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I really like, like, liked what they were talking about, about sticking to the constitution, liberty for everybody, all these things that was kind of the core of what the country was all about. And me being an immigrant, Coming from a family that experienced communism, experienced socialism, experienced hardship, experienced horrible things, I realized like, oh, okay, this is this is a better route than sticking yeah. to the left or the right and only listening to that. Mm-hmm. So then, when Castro passed away, I noticed a lot of liberal friends or left leaning people were praising him in some right. way, like even if it was almost passive aggressive in a way like mm-hmm. yeah he was horrible but he did all that it's like no no no, he's just horrible like there's no hitler helped his fucking allies too he was still yeah, a i mean shit. there was some people like you got kaepernick fucking wearing a castro shirt you know what i mean and the, it's last all week on sunday to me it's all pure entitlement and ignorance that they don't now, understand and, and any of it let me interject to the ignorance part a lot mm-hmm. of people when you say ignorance people could take it like an insult when 
when I ignorant when to I, the facts when, exactly when I say ignorant I mean more like lack of knowledge you dumbass you, fucking <laughs> dipshit <fucking> <laughs> and I feel like for example Kaepernick uh, on Sunday when they were gonna play the Dolphins he's in fucking Miami out of all places he knows what he's doing he was wearing uh, a Castro shirt cause he's been doing this whole political I'm a rebel I'm, I'm not gonna stand up for the flag and mm-hmm. stuff like that because of police brutality I agree with a lot of shit he says yeah, don't get he, me wrong he brings a lot of salient a points a lot of great shit great but it, it's kinda like somebody's like hey bro you should wear this people are gonna you're fucking gonna, love you're it you're a rebel dude yeah. you're a rebel man everybody's gonna be like praising you're standing you. Up. you you had an afro you're a rebel dude <laughs> dude instead all the Cubans were pissed of course dude they're like how the fuck how could you do that you know what why we're in Miami? Because of that, <laughs> son, of of that son of a bitch. Exactly. He dude. he he sent a lot of us to this fucking country because we didn't agree with him. We were some of them were political <laughs> prisoners, and some people just escaped to save their lives. Most most escaped. But the, what's funny is like the Marialito thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's actually what Trump meant. <laughs> they sent in the worst people. That's what Castro did. He sent everyone that was. He sent the worst. Not necessarily. He sent a majority. Like from what I remember, what they told me is like, yo, he he found that way. He's like, oh fuck, take these people, take right? These people. But a lot of them were political prisoners. Oh yeah, big yeah. time. And yeah, it's easy to become a political prisoner in Cuba. You're like, I disagree. Oh, you're you're a political prisoner. It's easy. It's that easy. Because my dad actually, when he was 14. He well before I get into my dad's story, I wanted to talk about how you shared on Dave Smith's. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so so to, you, you went on Dave Smith's uh, page mm-hmm. uh, two days ago. He, he had a podcast on part of the problem uh-huh. where he addressed the same issue that I was seeing. Right, right. Which was all these leftist people praising Castro, and I like his point of view, which is fuck Castro, fuck communism, which is my same exact point of view. So I've kind of felt really compelled to to write something. I'm like, you know what? Let me just share an actual <clears throat> point of view from my family. Just so anybody um, that's listening to this episode, when you're done listening to this episode, please go check out Dave Smith's podcast, Part yeah. of the Problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, he doesn't have numbers for his shows, but it's called Communism is Communism's Evil, yeah. Burning Hell Castro. And he posted this on the 29th yeah so you got done listening to this episode where he pretty much exposes a lot of shit that a lot of liberals don't fucking know yeah and they're praising this guy and he exposed so much shit that it moved a lot of people including yourself oh yeah and you heard this and immediately you wrote this fucking long ass paragraph because there's a lot and the, and i and the reason not it's only not do even I have, enough it's not enough i actually you talked about stories that happened to your wife exactly. in Cuba. my wife mm-hmm. at the age of here's here's something fucked up what's the lottery in america uh, money, <laughs> money. What's yeah. the? You want to know what the lottery in Cuba is? Yeah, you get to leave the country. Yeah, that's the lottery. People go and sign up that, for the lottery, and if you win, you get to come to America. That's the lottery. Yeah, that's the fucking lottery. There. Three of my 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 sister, my two brothers came like that. And one of them escaped. Exactly. So yeah. there, that, that already kind of sets the tone for Jesus. What the fuck? The lottery or? is with humans. <laughs> yeah, the lottery is a human. You get to fucking, leave. Yeah. So like, my I asked my wife, like, you know, I'm spoiled i'm like my parents spoiled the shit on me because i live in america but i told her like give me some stories of what happened to you and i have some of my own mm-hmm. with my dad and, and everything that happened in our family so i kind of had all this wealth of information like she was just talking and talking telling me things that happened and i kind of what i did is cut it down to the things that he mentioned to reflect on his podcast right so like I pretty much first started off with saying like in a communist dictatorship, when their leader dies, you're mandatorily made to mourn his death. Mm-hmm. Like if Obama died, you can go, well, fuck that guy. I don't care. Mm-hmm. That's fine. You have the freedom to do that over there. If you do that, you're going to get a knock on the door from someone. 
And what happened was we called, um, my wife called their family, actually called her mom. Her mom calls there all the time. They're all immigrants. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> she was talking and she told me like, oh, by the way, like in Cuba, you can't, you can't openly like be happy. I'm like, well, what, what the fuck? Like, right. what do you mean? She's like, no, you have to be mourning for Castro. Right. You have to, uh, you have to, you have to, you have to show <laughs> that you're sad. You have to actually, you know, in like funerals where you sign your name, like I knew you bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, like that thing. I knew you bro. We <laughs> were, <laughs> I, I, I guess whatever, like in Cuba, it's mandatory for you to sign on that book. If you don't sign, they're going to find who they're doesn't. They're going to know. They're going to know. And the first step is you lose You're your job. You're just a revolution. Yeah. You lose your job. Next step, if you don't still sign, you go to jail. Mm-hmm. That's how much of a dictatorship it is. And we're not. And that's just me skimming off what's happening right now in Cuba. Right. You can't have any celebrations for the next few days while they mourn Castro's death. What does that mean? You can't listen to music. You can't go to any festivals. You can't have any outside barbecues. Barbecue's not even a thing for them. That's just how they make food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like, they can't openly express joy because they're supposed to be sad. And if they catch you with headphones listening to music, they take your headphones and whatever device you're using. Uh-huh. That's how fucking controlling of a fucked up dictatorship that is. And then you have dipshits here in America who have no idea... They have zero clue of what's happening zero there. Clue. You know, he was he was for humanity. It's like shut the fuck up. Like you yeah. can't argue with them because they don't have. It's 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 well, hard to express how I feel about that it. Dave but. Smith's brought Dave Smith brought up was the responses that the presidential candidates give gave, and I'm telling you, people, you got to go listen to this episode. It's really good. It's really good because he's going to read you the exact responses. But you have people like Jill Stein. Ugh. praising him praising she castro present there like in her tweet yeah and then obama was talking like if he was just another leader and he represented a revolutionary he made change for his country and then you have people like trump <laughs> fucking shot who like, he just fucking <laughs> shot and talk shit and I, I i i that's why i love dave smith so much because just because trump said that doesn't mean either that he's going to be a great no, president absolutely not so he's he still might be a dipshit but at least he didn't fucking he said it straight he, yeah he said it straight at least that so um check this out i found since you were talking about um the people in cuba the, mm-hmm. of them it, being you know, forced you remember, to mourn you remember in 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 uh, korea north korea when right right yeah north they korea. had to like like they had to cry yes yes like you're gonna kill my family so i'm really sad like yeah. they had to cry i would start thinking about like the things that could happen in my family then <laughs> you cry like okay yeah. there it is yeah yeah check this out i found this little clip of cubans mourning So it's the streets of Cuba. Mm-hmm. It's quiet. They make it look sad. There's a picture of Castro right Very there. somber. Iconic leader. <laughs> this is a... Cuban women are attractive. A, a hot black Cuban girl. El país que lo aprecio y me siento muy dolida porque es un hombre que 
que ha hecho por la revolución cubana, por el país, por todo el pueblo cubano. Que she sounds like a fucking robot. She's just saying all the stuff that everybody else would say in that country. You're not oh, gonna, yeah. you're, you're not gonna be on TV yeah. talking shit. You're gonna. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I'm very sad because you know he's dead and he did good things. The for people us. are celebrating in their homes. That's really what's happening. They're like celebrating on the inside, like like the people. They, they you can't have a Christian church. You know where they have churches in Cuba in their homes. Yeah, that's where they worship. Yeah, you know. She's saying he is an idol, the man of the century. He changed, he brought revolution to us. Check out this dude right here. Dude looks like Jay-Z. <laughs> or Mace and Betha. Mace from Bad Boy. <laughs> Holland World, don't stop. He almost looks like he's smiling. Like there's a grin in his like, face. Deep down inside, it's like, yeah. Pueblo cubano, como que. He's saying the people of Cuba very are, are very sad. He's got a slight smile, though. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, he sure did. He had a slight smile. Dude. Yeah, it, it, and, you know, it, it's crazy because uh, one of the things, too, to kind of go off a little bit on another track, since I'm from Venezuela, my sister's from Venezuela, but she grew up. Mm -hmm. ahead of me right she's older and um she told me a lot of things that happened with chavez and like chavez got so much popular support because he went for the lowest common denominator which was the poor people mm -hmm. which is always the masses right yeah but the thing is with chavez uh a lot of people wholeheartedly believed in him and the same thing happens in cuba where they they really do believe everything and on top of that the education system's one of the most profound propaganda systems there is Mm -hmm. But one time she called a friend in Venezuela, right? Right. And, and the pre, to preface this, which leads into this, the reason they're talking is because he asks her to send money and toilet paper. Wow. Basic shit, right? Right. But here's the kicker. He's pro Chavez. Mm -hmm. And one time they were talking, and I was like, can I talk to this fucking idiot? <laughs> <laughs> so we're talking, and I asked him, like, why do you... Why do you support Chavez, dude? Like, that's the reason you're in such a shitty, miserable situation that you're asking people to send you toilet paper. Yeah. He's like, no, you know, he really tried. I'm like, what is your situation right, right now? Right, right. Like, you, you don't see Medicaid. it. <laughs> we it's have like, health care. It's not what you think, though. Like, just because it's free doesn't mean it's good. Well, what, like, what, what is your free health care costing your freedom? Fuck. That's the biggest thing. It's like, they don't get that. And, like... I got upset and I told him, well, hey, man, um, I'm going to go take uh, two showers. Uh, I'm going to... I didn't write any... <laughs> I told him, oh, by the way, I'm, I'm just going to wipe my ass, even though I didn't take a shit. I just, I just want to use some toilet paper. Mm -hmm. And, uh, oh, I'm going to go eat a lot. And, uh, yeah, that's what I'm going to go do because capitalism. Because mm -hmm. America... Like, I shoved it in his face and he was like, hey, man, you know, whatever, man. Chavez, and you're a Yankee. I was like... He's, he that's the problem yeah he's like the they, they're stuck in that prism that they can't get out of you're a yankee and you have that uh, american because they're they're indoctrinated to believe that america is the devil yeah absolutely look at what chavez said when he, he when he was still alive and he got a uh, uh george what he, bush what did he say to bush <laughs> yeah george bush got off the podium he's like el mismo satanás estaba yeah. en este lugar. they paint him to be the devil saying himself was here he's like it still smells like a suffer or sulfur, or sulfur. Azufre. Check out, check out in contrast, the Cubans ride on the other side of the ocean, 90 miles away from Cuba. Look at their reaction. Check this out. Insane. It's like a party. <laughs> it's a party. 
Singing, dancing, Dan Marino jerseys. Flags everywhere. Everyone's hoisting their children up. They're screaming freedom for Cuba. And of course, they got a nice beat to it with some pans. Of course, the Cuban brings pans to a party. <laughs> but dude, man, it's like... It's so obvious. It's the sad thing is like no yeah. one understands it because they've never had to live it or have. I mean, I didn't live it. Mm -hmm. I'm spoiled. I, was, I grew up spoiled. I grew up middle class because my parents went through a lot of shit to come to this country. And they told me flat out how things were. Right. So I have a completely different perspective of America than someone that was born here, who has parents that were born here. You know, this is just uh, where they're from. This is it. To me, America is something more. And that's why... When I see this shit where people post all this dumbass pro-communism stuff, it's like, go live there. Yeah. Go. Yeah. Like, actually experience it. If you're willing to live that life, go for a whole year, but live amongst the common populace. Don't be some dipshit who lives in a hotel because you have money. Right. Because that's a whole other world that those countries sell right. you, by the way. Right. The people that go there now, they have freedom to go visit. Um mm -hmm. Like, we could go now as tourists, yeah. right? Yeah. My and dad couldn't go. You want to know why? No? He couldn't before the they lifted that because mm -hmm. he was considered an enemy of the state. Mm. My dad was too, but he so, was pardoned uh, after, I think, when he became a citizen of the United States officially. See, there was there's a, there's a thing that happened in 1980 we were talking about earlier. Uh, let, me, let me read what Mario Litos, because my dad actually came in 1980. Uh, and here's for the people that don't know, just to educate some people about like the people that see Scarface mm -hmm. and they see, oh, they send a bunch of Cubans, but there's, they don't really know why or what was the reason. And a lot of people's perception, like where you were saying earlier is that Cuba, that Castro sent his worst in his opinion, it was his worst. Yeah. There was a lot of criminals for sure, mm -hmm. but a lot of them were his own people yeah. that came and he the wanted, he wanted some, because a lot of them turned wanted, on them. Yeah. Or let's say uh, one of them didn't do, he didn't like the way he said something. It was like, he was like, Aladdin, kind of like <laughs> the dictator. <laughs> he liked the, the cow came yeah, in yeah. 1980, you know, the cow was sent to America. Yeah. <laughs> so here it is. Uh, it says, while there was already a largely successful Cuban immigration to the United States before 19, uh, the 1980s, the third and most well-known wave of Cuban immigration was in 1980. The Cuban government permitted 125,000 Cubans to board in the creep fleet of boats of Mariel Harbor. That's why they're called Marielitos, because mm -hmm. they, they were taken out of the harbor. There's a lot of great documentaries uh, yeah. on YouTube as well. A lot of these guys were ex-soldiers that yeah. fought for Castro. Yeah. However, estimates assert that the last wave of refugees included some of 2,700 hardened criminals. Fewer than 3% of the total. So you see that about, let's round up to 3,000 out of 125,000 were considered to be the criminals. Gotcha. That's where you got your fucking Scarface. <laughs> you know, people, that was a fake story, but there were people like that. Yeah. <laughs> there really were. There, there was a Tony Montana in there. there. Yeah, maybe a few. Antonio Montana. And a few, uh, Revenga. You remember that part? <laughs> yeah. You remember that part? Dude, that's one of them. He killed that communist dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he got paid. Let me see if I could find it. Revenga. Uh, me and my friends, we have it like a running joke where we always said it. We said it on the podcast also. Uh, it's where Manolo and Scarface, they're trying to chase down Revenga. Uh, 
or what was his name revenga no or they just yelled revenga because like 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 revenge. like revenge is that what he meant yeah. uh, okay but he was chasing this poor fucking nerd that was shipped out. But he was a communist. He was like. a communist, but uh, apparently Castro didn't trust him, so he sent him over here. And then fucking they started chasing him. enough for him. them to kill him, though. Yeah, yeah. They start chasing him. Check this out. Libertad. 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 Revenga! Oh my god. Yeah, that's my favorite, bro. But um then you get shanked. Dude, so my dad, I was talking to him yesterday, uh uh about I've never really got too deep with him about Cuba. He has a lot mm-hmm. of things he doesn't like talking about. And I'll go to the extent where when he worked for the military, they would go into people's homes and either imprison them or shoot them all if they yeah. had Bibles. Yeah, it was an, it was clearly a dictatorship that was atheist because communism right. doesn't believe in, in a god. Exactly. And they mandate that. So if It you, wasn't until John Paul came that mm-hmm. they allowed religion, but still. Still, it's not. You can't just be like, oh, I'm going to have a non-profit yeah, organization. You, can't do that. you can have a church. Like yeah. There is churches now and things like that, but it's not the, 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 the kind Catholic, of. Offic- the official church would mm-hmm. be the Catholic church. Yeah, the Catholic. But yeah. if you want to be a Christian, you can't just have a local. And they're actually, they help, like they help when my wife came into the country, they mm-hmm. help their family. Yeah. Like, they're the main ones that step up and help Cuban immigrants is the right. Catholic church. Right. So it's it's this weird thing in Cuba where it's like, it's a horrid place. Like when I, and one of the things I said there too, moving on from what's happening now, mm-hmm. is some of the stuff that happened, for example, the, the, with my wife. Like the education is free, but you're right. getting some of the worst education you can think of as far as materials. It's all old, outdated, broken. Nothing's mm-hmm. really new. Now, this is, of course, when she was now, it's starting to improve because we've lifted the embargo. And, of course, capitalism slowly seeping in, mm-hmm. making things better. Right. So when she was around, she got a textbook from like the fucking 80s to learn from. She got like one fucking notebook and a pencil and it was all shitty paper. If they could give it to you. So most of the supplies, guess who sends it to them? Um, from American America. families. Yeah. yeah. So that's the biggest thing. It's like, yeah, we've got free education, but it's not the greatest. Right. On top of that, you're required to learn Marxist propaganda. Mm-hmm. Communism, Stalin. Uh, you have to learn about the revolution. And if you don't, guess who gets a knock at their door? Your family. So there's immense pressure for them to conform into the system. Of, they have to. They have to. It's very smart on uh, their part as far as how like... You, here's what I think Castro... How to control somebody, you take away their Bibles, you take away their religion because now they don't have something to fight for as like, oh, I'm going to... faith in anything. I'm going to die for Jesus. You yeah. know, they can, like Joel Romero, he's hardcore Christian. Yeah. You know, if they're hardcore Christian and you take that away from them, who, who is going to be their God then? The system. The system. State. Mm-hmm. The, the state. state. The state becomes their God. What are you going to say, though? I interrupted you. Oh, no. It's exactly that. It's like his means of control was if he could take power mm-hmm. by just spreading that idea of we need to get rid of this screwed up system and yeah. he took power, how hard would it be for someone like another Castro to come up in his own country? Right, right. So how do you stop that? Complete power with an iron fist. Mm-hmm. People don't realize he, by himself, personally executed people. Yes, yes, Che he did. was worse than him. Che was a fucking savage. That dude, yes, psychopath. He was a psych. If you were gay, you're pretty much dead. Yes. And one of the things that a story my dad told me, one of his friends got executed mm-hmm. because he started openly denouncing the system. Well, guess what right. they did to him? They bleed him dry. Right. 
that's a form of torture. They let them bleed slowly and they're like dying and then they tease them with food. Yeah. Because when you're low on blood, all you want to do is eat. Right. So it's fucked up. Yeah. It's really fucked up. And the thing is, my dad is Cuban, my stepdad's Cuban, and they both have horrible stories. Yeah, they all... Nobody that comes from Cuba... Is ever like, you know what, man? It was wonderful. It I was can't so wait to good. go back. Like, when you when you hear people, like, from Mexico or El Salvador, they all eventually want to go back. Because it's their country. And yeah. They have an but in Cuba, it's like, it. no, this is this is not my... Like, especially Miami. That became Cuba. That's, that's why they're like, so... That's like Cuba. Havana. <laughs> it's, it's Cuban as fuck. My, yeah. my sister that lives in Miami, shout out to my sister, Nadiesna, she told me that uh, and Giovanni, uh, they they have their own business over there, mm-hmm. pet grooming company. Oh, nice. They that they said that in Miami is the only place in America where you have signs outside of a store that says we also speak English. <laughs> we speak English. <laughs> <laughs> we also like you better speak Spanish to us. But no, yeah, in case true. you need English, we also speak if English. If you live in Miami, you got to learn Spanish. You really, you really do. You really do. I want to tell my my dad's story from the little that I know. I don't know a lot about him and his times in Cuba. He he was always very quiet. I think he has a lot of dark shit that he doesn't want to talk about. Mm-hmm. But uh, he started when he was 14. He was a, a mensajero, a messenger. Obviously, not you know, in the, in the 60s, uh, early or late 50s, not everybody had a radio. Mm-hmm. Not everybody, God forbid, a fucking, nobody f- had a fucking TV. Not then. <laughs> Obviously, no fucking emails, millennials listening, okay? How do you get a message from the Communist Party to the villages? Hey, Castro wants this, or this is the... By or, mail? Uh, yeah, it's like, uh, it had to be by mail. Or by a messenger. So my dad was the one that would go to the villages and tell them that the, he would read out this shit. Decrees, yeah. Decrees and shit like that. Just like you see it in the old fucking movies. That's what my dad was doing. <laughs> then he eventually joined the military. And it was very, he was telling me that was, everybody was brainwashed to do this. The, it was the way of life. Yeah. So as a teenager, he joined the military. They ended up going to Angola when they were trying to take over over there mm-hmm. in Africa. He got, you know, hurt with some mines. He has this fucking nasty scar in his stomach and um i said so what happened when did how did you end up here oh let me back up this is how my conversation was with him i was like dad so fidel died huh he's like yeah (laughs) it's his fault i'm here (laughs) and he said it like a little bit of anger you know like and i'm like damn and then he kind of realized what he said he's like no but oh you know, thank God that I have you, you know, <laughs> and the other kids, you know. I mean, you were okay. I mean, I guess. if I would have I mean, came, I would have had you. <laughs> you were, but at first he was mad. But then I, t- I, 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 I was trying to figure out, so how did you end up here, though? And he pretty much made it short and said that his older brother was killed by the government. Uh, they assassinated him. Me mataron mi hermano. He's like, and that's when he rebelled. Yeah, like, how can you do that to my family? I'm here, you know. Political dissonance. Yeah, and and he ended up getting becoming a political prisoner. Yeah, I don't know how long when this must have happened. Maybe and in by the seventies. When when we say prisoner, it's not like American prison where you get a fucking nice room and like compared, it's it's you're gonna get fucking treated horribly and like tortured. rats throwing like in a rats. fucking. They just pit. throw you in a cage. Here's some food. Survive. A bunch of dudes, and so, then somebody's going to become the bully. Somebody's going to fucking. What's crazy about that is my stepdad has like uh, PTSD because they threw him in jail for this from some stupid shit. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, like, when he's super claustrophobic, and it's not because he just was claustrophobic, it's because they threw him in a tiny cell and oh, mistreated him. Yeah. So, again, it's like we're trying to let you guys know, like, no, Castro is a piece of shit. 
the entire communist system anywhere in the world is a piece of shit and it doesn't do any good for anyone. Mm -hmm. It completely absorbs and takes everything back into the state and the state just gives you a little tiny little sliver just so you can survive long enough so they can take more from you. Yeah. That's all they do. Tell me about uh, your wife because your wife, she's a full-blooded Cuban. Yeah. And she lived in Cuba until what age? 18. 18. And how old is she now? 29. 29. Mm -hmm. So... What, like, did she come here by herself or with no, her family? No, her family won the lottery. So she oh, came. Oh, so that's how she came. She yeah. won the lottery. Yeah. So she, the, the guys, the lottery is, not, is again, it's different. <laughs> but yeah, she came to America through uh, the lottery with her family, her mom, dad, and her little brother. Uh, Jocelyn's here. Let me go get her. Can sure. you tell the story? Yeah, absolutely. So when she came over, um, she didn't know English. She learned quickly, though. She really applied herself and, you know, she's doing much better now. Her English is still kind of retarded but <laughs> she's um she told me a ton of stuff right for example not only was the education pretty bad but food is one of your daily issues that you have to face like here in america food's just this thing we have and we enjoy it and we stuff our faces i eat way too much because i was raised here right well in cuba there's these things called stores you can call them a bodega if you want but these stores are government run and operated and the way it works is you basically get a ration every month. So you go to the store and they and you have to wait in line, you go up and then they give you your monthly ration of it's rather rice, beans, eggs, basics. Red meat is illegal. I don't know when she was in Cuba, it was illegal. I don't know if it's still illegal. The reason red meat is illegal, so the people that love burgers and steaks, fuck that, you're never going to get that because they would rather have a cow produce milk than a cow that dies once and that's it and all you get is some meat out of it. That's how bad the food situation is. It's illegal to the point where if you kill a cow, which is funny because that happened in my family, <laughs> um, you go to jail. And one of the things is for in-household, it's too, if you live in, in Havana, you get more food because you're closer to the state and if you work for the government. Hi, Jaws. Hey, what's up? We're talking about horrible things in Cuba. <laughs> yeah. You mean like Cubans? Like Cubans. <laughs> <laughs> So Jocelyn just joined us, oh, put it on the headphones. Oh, there's a little water right here. Oh, yeah? Oh, okay, cool. I'll look it off right now. And <laughs> keep, keep saying the story you were saying? Yeah, so like in Cuba, you're rationed two eggs per person per household, right? Two, two eggs? eggs? Two eggs for the month per person per household, right? Why are there so many fat Cuban guys then? Me? Because <laughs> <laughs> I was raised here. I was like, oh, we have food? No, I just, oh, I've man. never met a skinny Cuban guy. What the fuck? Freddy. Freddy, but Freddy barely counts as Cuban. He's... Yeah, I'm half. You're half. Yeah. Well, you're half too. I think it's because any Cuban that comes to America is like, oh my God, there's so much food. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Why is he Filipino? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. This is unbelievable. <laughs> Yeah, dude, it's fucking horrible, man. <laughs> Cuba sucks, basically. Have you gone back to Cuba? Oh, no. I was born in Venezuela. My, fa- my family's half. Cuban. Okay. Half Cuban, yeah. And when what, we're together, we're one Cuban. What about you, Freddie? Have when you ever we, gone? <laughs> have you we gone? do the Dragon Ball Z fusion dance, we make a Cuban. <laughs> <laughs> have you gone since they reopened it? No. No, I, I've, I've never been. Uh, my, my, I have three three brothers and one sister that I'm from older. Can you get closer to the mic? Yeah. There you go. Or can you fix it for her? Yeah, absolutely. There you go. She's over here. Playing with Chico. Chico just made his appearance. Yeah, he always... he's he's all up in my business right now. Yeah. <laughs> he's my downstairs business. <laughs> yeah. No, I've never been to Cuba, but I want to go one day. That'd be nice. It'd be nice to go. 
My dad always said, I'll never go until it's free. I love I love cigars. That's like a secret thing. My wife just me. really? I'm like secretly like an old white guy. Like I love scotch. I love scotch and cigars. You begrudgingly say misogynist things every now and then. Yeah. I, I love scotch and cigars and I've always wanted yeah. to go to Cuba because. My I, wife rolled cigars as a job when she was a kid. Really? <laughs> In Cuba, yeah. Oh my God. That's crazy, man. There we go. You my got wife, it? My wife Hi, Lucy. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Sorry we bring you down with horrible Cuba stories. We'll bring it back up with Jocelyn. I have I have horrible Cuba stories too. But they, but so this Cuban guy, right? But yeah, that's what they're about. It's me having sex with. So I was thinking we should wrap this one up. Yeah, yeah. And we'll start cool. a new episode with Jocelyn. Let's do it. Did you know my but, first serious boyfriend was Cuban? Really? Yeah. What? In yeah. Fernley? In Fallon. In Fallon? Mm-hmm. How did we get over there? He was his dad was Cuban from Cuba and his mom was Mexican from Mexico and he they were like I when I, I learned Spanish dating him because what was his name? Ray Reynaldo uh, Ayala. Hernandez, oh, wow. Reynaldo Ayala Hernandez. Wow, wow. So Facebook. Find them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, he. Uh, I, the only thing I remember out of him is he had this huge mole on his thigh next to his dick. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and so every time I blew him, I felt like I was like staring into that mole, like, <laughs> 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 like staring into the moon. Yeah. Here. Was, everything in me was like, "Don't touch the mole! Don't touch the mole! Don't touch the mole!" <laughs> You're Austin Power. You're like, yeah, mole, 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 mole. mole. <laughs> Fucking a man, that's crazy. Yeah, I had to learn Spanish because his family barely spoke really? English. Really? So I would go over there and I would watch novellas with his mom. Oh, that's huge. And that's yeah. how I My learned mom Spanish. Still novellas. I hate them. They're like the most sophomoric, boring. Hey, Cubans, you know what, though, Cubans and novellas are always black dudes or yeah. black women. They can't have a light skinned no, Cuban. Yeah, changed but, a but little. isn't there a ton of black Cubans? Yeah, my dad's oh, black. Man. Yeah. Yeah, my dad's huge uh, amounts. My dad, my brothers and sisters—they're all black. Yeah. yeah, black Cubans. My my um, ex's dad was very light skinned. Light skinned. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I like novellas. I think that they're funny. Yeah. No, no. They're, they're over the top. I yeah. Like everything's over the top, yeah. but it's all the same formula. That's why I, I got bored it. of them. Have quick. you ever watched novellas on Netflix and put the subtitles on? No. It's really funny because people, <laughs> who, people who speak English write the subtitles uh-huh. so like it'll be like a scene where a lady's like staring at a guy all menacingly and it'll be like glares in Spanish oh my god <laughs> it's on Netflix oh yeah. my god glares in Spanish yeah. I don't know oh, I don't wow. know how you glare in Spanish versus English but. do they do this one where like they pull their head back as they glare they do that a lot yeah. in novellas like, like the gopher gopher yeah, glare the gopher glare is a big one in novellas exactly <laughs> So this episode, we pretty much dedicated on how our families came from Cuba and how Cubans that live in Cuba still, they're not really allowed to like celebrate that Kesho's then. Yeah. And a lot of people uh, like liberals um, are talking about like, oh, Fidel represented the revolution. They have no idea the shit that he did right. to our families. Yeah. Killed people. Fucking. Uh, he took the country it, by force. And he yeah. imprisoned the gays. Yeah. And people are like, yeah, but he stopped the uh, Bautista. He was a dictator. Yeah, he but. He killed <laughs> gays, people. Yeah. Like, One bad guy killed another bad guy. That's pretty much what yeah. happened. He showed up in people's houses and was like, this is my house now. Bye. Yeah, exactly. So then you have people that wear like <laughs> Che Guevara shirts. They have no idea that they're wearing. It's like wearing a Hitler. Yeah. Pretty much. Know? You know, Excuse but um, me, Chico. <laughs> that means you got to keep petting him when he puts his hey, paw hey, on hey. you. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
But uh, it was such a fun. It was a great episode. I feel like Castro have... had like a bad gay moment, and that's what ruined it for When he was in prison, I firmly believe anyone who's like like that homophobic. Oh, it's stupid. Secretly wants a dick in their mouth. Yeah. Like for you to hate somebody There's else that much, that. Yeah. there has to be some self hatred yeah. there. Like you can't. I've never hated somebody enough to like start a revolution to kill them. Right. Like, right. And I, I'm a girl, so I've hated people. Yeah. Like, and yeah. I've never hated someone that much. Yeah. No, it just it, it a lot of it is indoctrination too. Yeah. Religion, machismo. Yeah. I mean, just look at the black and the culture, the, the culture, culture true. Look at black mm-hmm. community. Um, like I had Jay Reed on a podcast. Um, we had him what not too long ago. Yeah, it was like a month or so. Yeah, and and beef, I think when we were eating, he like you could you could when we were eating we were talking oh, we did something gay or I don't know what it was but I, I noticed it was a <laughs> little bit a little homophobia and then, yeah and there's a little homophobia sometimes with 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 black dudes as well as Hispanic dudes yeah. oh yeah there really is oh big time I was very homophobic but it was because of religion. Well, that's the thing is that oh, the Hispanic like, culture and the black culture both have strong roots strong. in religion. Oh, yeah. Strong roots in religion. Exactly. White people were just all over the that's place. That's why when gays, <laughs> the black gays and the Hispanic gays, when they come out, they're fucking flamboyant yeah. as fuck. Yeah. Okay. I used to have Hi, a joke Bobby. about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, they go to extreme. Hey, girl. Yeah. Yes. They're actually yeah. really cool. They're like a white dude is like, it's yeah, like, I like to drink beer and so Oh, my God. Dick. This is going to be, <laughs> so gonna this is gonna be the nerdiest comparison, but did you guys see Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them? No, no. So in Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, there's this concept that if you're a child and you have magic in you and you don't practice it because people hate magic and you Mm -hmm. hold it in, your magic forms into this very violent, dark being and you don't have any control over it. Mm. That's what those people are like. Like They they held in their game for so long. It turned into like... this monster in my balls. And it would be be even funnier if you watched it because when when their their power turns into that black thing, it just like tears down buildings. Is that where the term comes from? Like the whole flaming gate because he's just fucking burning yeah, like dude, flaming. Just, just like shh. <laughs> yeah pretty much it's intense so let's wrap this up guys where can people find you Roberto RoscoDesignStudio.com at Berto Laughs on Twitter cool I like that new Twitter name that's pretty dope man usually I tell people you should keep the same name everywhere but in your case, I think I like it because one is your business, Orozco Design. Yeah, like I post some really heinous jokes <laughs> yeah. on Twitter, and I'm like, so that's I don't want like a client to be like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, let me just. Who is this guy? Now, now your client that follows you yeah. on Twitter, they're gonna be like. Uh, when did I follow Berto Laughs? <laughs> Do you have a website you said too? OrozcoDesignStudio.com. Nice. Yeah. Cool. So people, if you need some graphic design, check him out right there. He's going to be coming up with his podcast soon. We're going to be making a new logo, sending out some shot glasses. He's bomb, dude. I swear. Thank I you. always hit him up for stuff. I I don't have any money ever. It's just like imaginary. <laughs> thing. I'm like, can you draw this? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, I don't have any money. I'm sorry. I just wanted to. <laughs> yeah. He kind of wish he was communist then. No, man. Right. <laughs> I just, I've never in person met somebody who's as talented as oh, art. As I, really I mean, he can that. literally look at something and just replicate it a hundred percent. It's, that's amazing to me. Yeah. Thank yeah. You. He's amazing, man. Like if you were a tattoo artist, I would be getting tattooed by you all day. If he wasn't an artist, he wouldn't be here right now. I'd be like, nope. <laughs> yeah. You'd I'm be right. fired. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, where can people find you, Jocelyn? Uh, on Twitter, I'm at the Jaws of Life, the J-O-Z of Life. Um, and then on Instagram, Jocelyn Sharp. Everything else, you can just go to my website, JocelynSharp.com, J-O-Z-A-L-Y-N. And all, everything's on there. Love the website, too. It looks great. Oh, thanks, man. Really did you nice. design it yourself? I did, yeah. That is wow. so cool. Yeah. Good work. Yeah, thank That's you. Really good. It was really easy. I used Squarespace. Oh. Me too. I, I love Squarespace. Squarespace, Squarespace, Squarespace girl. Is where it's We're at, not man. sponsored, but 
you know, and if you know, Squarespace. If you know, Squarespace. If you know anything it. basic about web design too, you can really crack into that Squarespace mm-hmm. maker and like do some cool stuff. Like all of my stuff is clickable. Like you can click on it and mm-hmm. it'll open a new window and take you to my other social it's media. It's so easy. It's like mm-hmm. building your Facebook page or yeah. something. It really is. I logged into my Bands in Town profile because I'm on Bands in Town. If you guys like me comedically, you can follow me on Bands in Town and it, you'll it. get a notification on your phone that tells you when I'll I'm turn in your the city. Mm-hmm. Force you to do and it. And <laughs> the Squarespace allows me to just type in my Bands in Town, so I didn't even have to put my dates on there. It just populates from my bands and wow Sick. that's awesome that is really cool i, I um my buddy chavo 101 so squarespace you should sponsor freddie <laughs> yes Ch- my buddy introduced me to squarespace yeah. uh, chavo 101 he's like it's so easy and then i signed up for it. i paid for it for a year yeah and i was so stupid i couldn't make it myself but it's super easy what, and then i paid a friend took, to make it for me it took me like an hour and a half to figure once yeah. you figure out mm-hmm. once you figure it out it's easy yes but yeah. it is a little bit like you're like how do i change this how do i because yes. you have to go to certain pages to do certain things because we don't like to learn something no. new as adults sometimes <laughs> <No>. <laughs> i've gotten to that age where i'm like if i don't get it immediately i'm not doing it that's why when it. there's a new app somebody's like oh i don't want to learn snapchat no, you know? man. but they can get the hang of it it's like oh this is cool I'm such a typical white girl. I make my boyfriend learn everything. I'm like, you read the instruction manual. I'm not, I'm not doing that. My buddy, I ended up, this, this is, it sounds ridiculous, but I ended up paying my buddy in Houston. Uh, actually, shout out to bluestreakradio.com. He's the, we're in his network. Uh, he designed the website for me using oh, cool. Squarespace. Yeah. And then from there, I, I, I went in there and tweaked it and then did some changes. But Well, that's what I love about Squarespace is I can log in at any time and change whatever I need to change. Like I just, like our naughty show got canceled for December. So last night I just went in there, boom, boom, deleted both dates and they came right off my website. Yeah, it's so super easy. easy. And, and, and what's the website again? JocelynSharp.com. J-O-Z-A-L-Y-N Sharp.com. And you can find everything there. Any podcast I'm on gets posted there. So this will be posted on there. Um, any, if you're an audience member and you send me a photo of us at a picture, at a, at a, at a show, I'll post it up there for you and you can see yourself on my website. Beautiful. Um, you can go there to book me. You can go there to, like, it's just everything is on and, my website. And if people want to add you on Facebook... It's all on there. Okay, cool. How about Snapchat? Is it on there? My Snapchat isn't on there because I don't Snapchat very much, but I do like to snap. And, and I Snapchat is mostly what I do when I'm stoned. I just get baked and Snapchat. I do it when I'm drunk. I got, I got you. Yeah. yeah. So if it's just Jocelyn April, J-O-Z-A-L-Y-N, and April's my middle name like the month. Cool. Right on. Well, thanks, Jocelyn. Uh, we're about to do another episode with Jocelyn. Yeah, you. Uh, we're going to wrap this one up. going to go. I brought some porta subs, so. Oh, hey. Get some food. <laughs> and then uh, we'll be back. Everybody, you guys could find me. Go to freddycorea.com. Subscribe to the podcast. Give us a five-star review. Cuss us out. If you want to give us a bad review, say whatever you want, but give us a five-star. It's right, be guys. five stars, guys. Only five stars. Uh, if you give us five stars, once we get these shot glasses or souvenirs, whatever it is, I'm going to send it to you. Oh, hey. Yeah. Um, listen with a little bit of uh, underground Cuban rap. How about that? <laughs> it's a baby. <laughs> it's a baby. It's a baby. Where, nigga? What? What? Wah wah, nigga. Unnecessario. Anybody want to look this up? It's called Los Aldeanos Miseria Humana. Is that like, is that mean what I think it means? Does that mean like the misery of humans? Yeah. Mi- misery, are they misery from, are of they recording this in Cuba? Yeah. It's oh under, my God. This shit's underground, dude. Damn. They're recording in Cuba the poverty of Cuba. They're, they're actually rapping against the government shit. 
It's crazy. Oh, good for them. I think they're over here now, though. Oh, that's Fight dope. the power. Yeah, but at first, all this was uh, underground. Damn. What's the band name? Lo it's called Los Aldeanos. And what does that mean? I don't know. It's that him Aldeano. and another guy. I know that Miseria Humana is like the misery of humans. Yes. Right? So this song is pretty much talking about the misery of humanity. Oh. Like people that also like like they treat like uh, like right here he's saying they're treating the tourists like gods and then oh, they yeah. treat their own people like fucking garbage like shit, yeah, yeah. I'm such a sad suburban I'm, like, I'm gonna go to Cuba and build a church Miseria humana, miseria humana, miseria humana. 